Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. We're going to talk briefly with Reverend Joe and Reverend, I believe, Lavette Hines. And we're going to love it. Lavette, love it. I keep saying, why do I keep saying Levette? <laughs> I love it, Reverend, love it. And uh, we're going to talk to you guys. Right. I know, right? We're going to talk to you guys <laughs> about music, the youth, the cleft club, and what we can do, you know what I mean, to uh, to help uh, get these kids together and through music. You know, like me and you were talking yesterday, Reverend Joe, about uh, 11, 12, 13-year-olds reading sheet music, you know, and music is such... A, a a strong part of of our lives of our history and it's so important you know there's there's to me there everyone loves some part of music amen you know what i mean everyone loves some part of music whether it's hip-hop whether it's gospel whether it's r&b whatever you know there's something there's a song that you bop to you know jazz whatever it is and um why not help the next generation you know, the, to, to even express themselves, even if it's if it's pain, if it's depression, you know, that's how people write hip hop. That's how people write love ballads and lyrics and things like that. You know, that's how they express themselves. And you never you, you just never know. So why not learn, you know, how to how to write, how to play an instrument, how to read sheet music? Um, it'll definitely help us get some of these kids off the streets before something happens you know what i mean it, it's 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 really really sad so let's and you know let's let's talk about that briefly <laughs> miss roxy uh, i want to thank you again i want to say uh we'll talk about the power of music mr professor lovett hines is a miracle worker uh I, I i would say he's a lifesaver because i don't know where i'd be today if it hadn't been for music my next door neighbor saw something that me when i was five years old and make me to me it made me take uh, uh voice lessons and uh, Mr. Lovett Hines is a maker of stars. His, his young people he's dealing with, they look like stars, act like stars. They sing and perform like stars. So he's got the magic touch, and I just thank God for him. So uh, I, I'm out the way we used to make records. Uh, I don't know if you ever knew this, but the record's only three minutes long. So I'm getting out the way. So Mr. Hines, if you're on the line, my hat's off to you, sir. It's always a pleasure being in your presence. What records you make? I, w- I need to know. <laughs> uh, mother loved me like a rock with the Dixie Hummingbirds. That's the people Oh, with the who? Who was it with? The Dixie Hummingbirds. <laughs> Mama loves me like a rock with Paul Simon. That's us singing that behind him. Oh, Mama loves me like a rock. Did you say that? Yeah. Okay. All right. So four million copies. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I okay. It's the world's oldest gospel group. I'm the last living member. I ain't gonna tell you no more about that. No, because I I I, tr- look, I tried to Google it really quick, and I know uh, Paul Simon did a version. So that's the version. That's the version. Oh, that's the version. You guys were in, in, in the background vocals. Yes, 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 ma'am. Oh, yeah. I like it. Nineteen seventy three. I get it. And we also did the theme song for the seventy sixes when they made the uh, one of the, the national basketball championship in nineteen eighty three. We did the halftime song. Moses going to take us to the promised land, and they won that night. And they haven't won a championship since. Is that what, what was it called? Moses going to take us to the promised land. Really? Now, what was that? Um, uh, Okay, that's the other one. That's the main one uh, that they sing. Philadelphia, 
76ers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know my dad did um what what was that? Uh Dr. J was in that movie back in the day, The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh, I think. It's called mm-hmm. your father. Who's your father? Yeah. Carl. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah, you know more about the night. What are you talking? About? <laughs> yeah, so he was on he was on that record. He did uh he he did that that fish to save was it was it the fish to save Pittsburgh was that what it's called yeah yeah he did the base for a whole gang of different I don't remember I don't know yeah no yeah that was that was that was a great one I loved that movie that's why that, you know, so yeah so yeah so tell us um ouch so t- tell us about that tell us about yeah we're gonna let right, you Mr. talk Leverhan, please take over it's <laughs> honor it's my honor <laughs> okay my name is Lovett Hines and and I'm artistic director of the Philadelphia Club Club and the Philadelphia Club Club has been around since 1935. It was originally the Black Musician Union. And the Black Musician Union was put in place because uh, segregation in the music industry. So Black Musician Union was uh, established all over the country. But what happened is after a while that all of those Black Musician Unions was dissolved by the White National Union. Mm. And they lost their charter. Philadelphia, under the guise of Frankie Fairfax and James Adams, what they did, they created a social arm of 274, the union. And when uh, the union was dissolved, the social arm stood separately and continued. So musicians still had a place to, to perform, to gather to get jobs, so that was a, a really, really impactful decision they made. And only three music uh, uh, unions exist now in America, one in Philadelphia, of course, the club club, one in Kansas City, and Buffalo. Mm. And wow. what we did at the club club is established, we've made it even stronger, because what we did, we added education and we have an archive, and of course, we continue performances. And the thing that that uh, has been so impactful is that the education program has been growing over years. When I first started, I had two students, and now we service over two to three thousand dollars, three thousand students in the Philadelphia area with outreach programs and our in in house program. And the success stories continues. On the jazz poll, we have the three top winners in the jazz poll coming from Philadelphia. One of the young men and the number one alto player in the world is Emmanuel Wilkins from our program. The number one bassist is out of Philadelphia, but not with the club club. It was when I was teaching at Settlement Music School, Christian McBride, number one bassist in the world. A young man that we lost who was part of our program. Uh, my program was Joey D. Francesco, who was the number one bassist, and, and he still is rated the number one bassist in the world. And the other thing that we're so proud of, we just have a young man, he's 16 years old, he just won the Apollo Amateur Contest. Nice. And so we continue to you know, uh, develop young people. And one of the things I heard you say earlier, the most important thing that we do for young people is help them find their creative voices. Yeah. And and I always say right now is that our job is not to create just jazz musicians. We want to create those musicians that can develop 
and prosper in anything they're hearing. So we have young people who are, are prosperous in hip hop, R and B. Uh, Questlove is one of our programs, uh, one of our uh, alumnus, mm-hmm. but he's an alumnus of mine at at Selden Music School. But he just just presented fifty years of hip hop, and yeah, yep. He so put that together. That mm-hmm. and, and basically, what we are actually saying, we are seeing uh, uh, the strength of black music. And even though we have multicultural programming, the basis of what we do is celebrate black music. And that's what we do. And we use that as a catalyst for these young people to get all the skills they need. And, that's, and I heard you say that earlier, too. Learn mm-hmm. to read, learn to compose, mm-hmm. you know, what's in their heads, write it down, you know, be producers, you know, control our music. Because if we don't control our music, somebody else is going to present it a different way. Yeah. So we want to keep that, that, that legacy moving forward. And consequently, that's what we do at the Clef Club. Yeah. I mean, it's and, and it's it's like a I don't want to say a hidden gem because it's well known. But to to a lot of people, it's a hidden gem because they don't know anything about the Clef Club or they think it's closed down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just because gigs aren't being done there every weekend, you know, doesn't mean that during the week and on the weekend that there aren't classes, you know, for 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 people to to, to learn uh, what I'm looking for. Oh my goodness. Instruments <laughs> just went completely out the window. You know, we used to perform there. I had a band, I was in a band, um, in 2000, starting in 2006 up to 2016. Uh, mm-hmm. and then the band leader passed. His name was James Wynn. And yeah. Our, yeah. our, yeah. And our band was prime time and we, right. yeah, 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 that was me. I was yeah, the only okay. female. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we, prime time. All right. Yeah, yeah. So we did our, our white parties there and a couple of gigs at the Clef club. And, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's always been a great venue. Um, mm-hmm. and then I didn't even know when I first came down there, I can't remember when that was, but when I first came down there and I went upstairs you know, to a, a, a dressing room and I'm walking around and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's classrooms in here, you yeah. know? And it, it was something that I didn't even know, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but to know that, like I was telling Reverend Joe the other day that my friend uh, Rich Tucker, you know, does, cl- has classes <laughs> the guitar, there. Yeah. yeah that we, we up with the guitar. He's in our uh, Phyllis Hyman tribute uh, oh. band that we do. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And so it's a, it's a good place and, and it's, it's, it's right there in, in the heart of the city, you know, at, at Broad and Fitzwater, you guys. And it's so, so much that kids can learn, yeah. you know, down there, there's great teachers, there's, and, and there, and these kids are going places. They are, you they know, they are, are. going places yeah. and you, you've got to attend you know, one of their, even if, even if you don't know a kid there, you've got to attend one of their, one of their concerts, you mm-hmm. know, one of their recitals, if, if that's what they're still called, you know, and, yeah, and, that's what they're called yeah, and, and, <laughs> and see these kids yeah. in action, yeah. you know, you know, seeing a, a an 11 year old uh, play the upright bass is crazy to me. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. crazy to me. And, and, and yeah. to see a 12 year old just go bananas on the piano, you know, yeah. uh, 
it's it's just amazing and I, I i just have that love of music so um you know i i've always loved it so i love when i have the time to uh attend those things but um so how do how can parents get their kids involved what is what is the process are are, are there fees if so what do they range from well there, there are fees and uh the fees are for private lessons. I think the, the, the well, no, it's thirty dollars for for twenty five dollars for an hour, thirty dollars for twenty five dollars for half an hour, thirty dollars for an hour. Okay, uh, there's the uh, the ensemble program that would include semi private lessons, and that's five hundred dollars for a semester, though. Okay, I got you. Uh huh. Yeah, and it's a and, pri- and it's semi private. Yeah, mm-hmm. semi private. They they will be practicing with the young people and with a small group, and and a lot of our about eighty five percent of our students are on some type of assistance. Okay, and I think because we do hate, well, I do especially. I don't want to turn any young person away, so we yeah. try to find a way to find scholarship money for the young people, and luckily, uh, we have been supported. By 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 local grants and foundations who saw see the value of what we do with young people, but the bottom line is we find a way to subsidize and get these young people involved. And all they have to do is go on our website, you know, clefclubofjazz.org. You get our calendar. We start up. We're finishing now because we just had our recital, but we're starting up again in January the sixth. We call it our Saturday program. But the great thing about what we're doing, and we're starting to get so many kids. So that's, I guess, that's the caveat of just keep doing it. Yeah. And we never stopped, even during COVID. We went virtual. Yeah. And the virtual program, uh, what that did is open new doors because we couldn't get together in person but we had young people work at home and gave them a chance to do composition and create their own music. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. out of that, we had a young man who won the Central Ellington at Lincoln Center. Wow. Right. He was 16 when he won it on original composition, and he directed the Lincoln Center Orchestra. Wow. <laughs> so, that so is that crazy. <laughs> I mean, so, it, Jesus. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and the other thing, too, is that I always tell my parents and my young people is that we want to prepare our young people for for the future. So when they get to high school and they say, OK, Miss Hines, what should I do now? You know, of course, then there's higher education. But what we want to do, prepare them to, to pick the college, the college of their choice. So we have we have received over the years nine million dollars. Consequently, in support money, the students have gotten full scholarships to Berkeley. We have we have several students. We have a, a lot of students uh, that won scholarships, and we have a young man now who uh, started with a with a scholarship in our program, and that was funded by the Buck Foundation. And he came in the program, and all he had to do was write an essay and explain why he likes music. So he came in the program when he was 11 years old. Now he's in his sophomore year at Temple and Full Scholarship. Wow. You know, and I think that's the success story. And we want to tell them, you know, we want you to go to the college of your choice. But we want you to, but we want to prepare you for that. 
So when you do pick that college, you have all the skills and all the tools, the theory, uh, the technical uh, proficiency to get into that school. So that's one of the things that we are just really, really proud of, of that continuation of when yeah. a kid start, when a young person starts with us and they continue to move forward move forward and and like I said before um, those young people are winning so many accolades and contests because uh, you know my teachers my staff and our commitment to the music yeah. and history that's a very very important part of it too yeah the history of the music yeah. yeah. Wow. You guys, I, I'm I'm excited. I gotta come down there and visit soon I too. Want you too. I definitely gotta come. I'm gonna contact you. I'm gonna contact you guys and I'm gonna come down and check some things out. I'm definitely gonna do that. Definitely. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on, telling us about some classes. Everyone, you can go to clefclubofjazz.org and learn everything. You go to clefclubofjazz.org. There's a tab that says education. It'll tell you all the programs, the tuition and the fees. There's a 20, uh, there, there was, they have jazz ca- summer camp. It's a lot that goes on and you can also give to the music education program. So make sure you go to clefclubofjazz.org to check everything out. Gentlemen, thank you so much. I will talk to you soon. I promise. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 